QFM 96, good morning all. I'm excited to introduce uh, an old friend of the program. He's got a new special. I don't know how many this guy's done, probably close to a dozen for Comedy Central, but let's welcome Jeff Dunham. Hello, Jeff. Good morning. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, it's like 10 of them. Only, uh, let's see, most of them were Comedy Central, but there was a couple of Netflix in there and okay. NBC, but, but, NBC, but now we're back to Comedy Central, so yay. And uh, this new one, Jeff Dunham's completely unrehearsed, last-minute pandemic holiday special, and there's a little twist here. It's going to be Friday night at 8, Comedy Central. Tell everybody what the twist is. I think this is kind of cool. Well, there's a couple of twists. Number one, I'm no longer with these giant audiences in an right. arena of 10,000 people. You take off a couple of zeros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're down to 100 people. Uh, everybody's socially uh, distanced uh, properly, and everybody has masks on. They're at banquet tables. Ugh. And this is the recipe for disaster. But, man, they were awesome. But, yeah, the twist on this thing is I'm sitting around uh, for eight months going, i got to do something. And I saw some other guys doing comedy specials, and I thought, I could do this. So I came up with this idea less than two months ago. We shot it three weeks ago. But the deal was not one of these jokes uh, before I walked on stage that night had ever been told to any human being on the planet. That is ballsy. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what, basically what I did was I tricked Comedy Central into buying an open mic night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it was kind of fun. I, I had a, a few writer friends and we came up with the, you know, they all wrote separately, sent me all the jokes and I sat in my office for two weeks uh, for six hours a right. day just hobbling these things together, writing and rewriting. And when I walked on stage that night, I had no idea what was going to work and what wasn't going to work. Remember when Carson would be doing his monologue? And again, that was usually like 30 jokes, you know, over yeah. a span of what, what, nine minutes or something like that, eight minutes? And or six minutes, I don't know what it was. So and whenever he would have a joke that would bomb, he would just kind of stand there, put his hands in his pocket, yeah. and kind of look left and right, like, what's going on? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Well, I was ready to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because as, uh, as a comic myself all those years ago, there's always that one that you think will kill and doesn't, and then there's the one you just throw out there as a throwaway, and then that usually does get the laugh. Did you well, find yeah, and, and, yeah and, and what's really weird is when the setup gets the laugh. Yes. <laughs> you know, and you're like, how the hell? See, that's what I love about comedy is there's no science to this. No one has ever been able to tell us really what makes us laugh. There's no math to it at all. So it's just instinct and experience of thinking, yeah, those words are funny together for this reason. And I, I don't know what reason, but I know I know what that is. I know it's going to make people laugh. Right. And I think if you've done this long enough, um, uh, it just becomes kind of an instinct, you know. But then again, you'll, like you said, you'll get surprised every once in a while and go, how did that happen? Where did you film at? Uh, well, this is so stupid. I've lived in California now for 30 years in Los Angeles, in right. all around Los Angeles. And I thought, you know, when you say the word Malibu, I, I you know, you guys have heard of Malibu, sure. it's all the beach and all the rich people live there. And, uh, you, know, when, right. you know, the rains will come and the houses get washed in the ocean and they rebuild. I thought it was just that. Well, apparently Malibu goes up into the valleys and the, and the canyons and the mountains. I had no idea. So, cause when they said, you're going to do your special in Malibu, we found a great venue. I'm thinking, Oh, great, the ocean behind us. That'll be nice. Yeah. No, no, no. This is out and up in the mountains with, with cougars. I was I was heckled by a woodchuck. That yeah. was the first. <laughs> so did so. you, We you know, we hear a lot of uh, Fallon clips doing the show, and it's so weird. He comes out and insists on, because he's back in studio, insists yeah. on doing a monologue, 
and everyone's masked and distanced, just like your audience. And the laughter, it's, it's I mean, as a comedian, it's unprecedented. It's crazy to hear the muffled and like a smattering of applause. And yet you could well, be killing. Is, in, believe me, this was what I was aware of and what, what I was very concerned of. So our sound people were awesome. I said, put a microphone at every damn table. And they brought in this giant mixer and, and, and you know, for 100 people divided nice. by four, I can't do that math. What is that? Uh, 25 yeah. tables. We had uh, 25 uh, channel. Uh, how many mix? How many channels the mixer was? Probably what 40 or something. Right. We had so every single table is mixed in, and we get laughs from every single person. So uh, yeah, I didn't want that. I, and and the masks. I thought, how's this going to sound? But it turned out it turned out amazing. You know, I I just I, I'm so happy with it. It's great. Well, I'll check and it out. People. And the people had to, you know, to get in an audience in Los Angeles right now, you have to jump through fiery hoops. I mean, they have things shoved up their faces yeah. three days in advance, and, you know, they were happy right. to be there. So this is a legitimate crowd. It's fun. Are you towing the PC line, or are you still pushing it a bit? Man, you guys know the answer to this. I used to say that uh, comedy was the last form of free speech, and that was just a few years ago. Now that is, as you know, that's completely out the window. Right. Because I used to say that if you're offending three to four percent of the audience, and they're they're they walk off pissed, walk out pissed off. Yeah, yeah. You're doing your job as a comic. You're pushing that line just right because whatever they're offended at, everybody else is laughing their heads off. The trouble is that three percent can now end your career with a handful of tweets. So I think as a comic, right. if you try and look at the positive side, it's causing uh, guys and, and men and women, <laughs> there you go, to uh, to have to write uh, in a way that takes a lot more thinking, and you can't just make fun of somebody or something for whatever reason. You have to come up with really, I hate the word clever, because uh, that's yeah. not a compliment, but you have to come up with clever stuff that really is looking at comedy in a different way. It, it doesn't have to be pablum and, and, and that kind of thing for babies. No, it has to be smart. So that's, you know, or it has to be subject matter that is 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 something that everybody can think about and talk about. And that's the other thing is... Um, you know, what's selling right now is the, the Disney Channel. Uh, I mean, Disney sing-alongs on network, for God's sakes. That's mm-hmm. not this. But, I, I, but I've certainly cleaned it up where uh, this show, grandmas and kids, and everybody can watch it. Sure, there's some edge to it. It's PG, but uh, sure. I think everybody can watch this thing. Uh, he is comedian, ventriloquist, actor Jeff Dunham. And I know you've been a mainstay in Vegas for so many years. I keep getting the offers, and I'm, you know, come back, come back, they're begging you. And I, well, I just yeah, can't I was, go I back had a resident, I had a residency there for 10 months, but otherwise it's just off and on. I go to Caesars there. Yeah. And it's great, but I don't know what's going on there. I talked to, I'm going to drop a name here. Be careful. I, I talked to Copperfield every once in a while. And man, it's, it is tough. I mean, us, Road Warriors, I don't know how these rock and roll bands, how these musical artists yeah. are doing it now. Even the crew guys, some of these guys have never come home in 20 years. And I, it, it's just like, I don't know what these people are doing with themselves. I can't wait to hear the stories, good and bad, you know? Yeah, they're dying to get out because we, we still interview. The good thing from from radio standpoint is everybody's available because everybody's home. We're getting <laughs> interviews we haven't had and talking to people we haven't talked to in years. Isn't that great? Yeah. Talk to the deep purple guys. I mean. (laughs) Well, (laughs) don't laugh. We would take a little deep purple on this show. Uh, So Friday night at 8 on Comedy Central. You're always, uh, you've been loved here on QFM 96 for years. And gosh, it's just weird to think arenas and then you're doing 100 people in Malibu. 
Oh, my career is zooming. But at least <laughs> we'll check it out Friday night. It's the last-minute pandemic holiday special. Jeff, have a great holiday, and we'll get you in the new year. Thank you, guys. Always good chatting with you. See you, bye. See ya.